Hi friends, today I want to share with you an episode we aired a few months ago with Carmelo Oliveri. Carmelo is a friend of mine, a fellow real estate investor who runs a local real estate syndication as well. And we share stories of mistakes we've made in the past and successes as well. We really focus on the 1031 tax deference, uh, the generational wealth, and the importance of creating and handing down generational wealth. Uh, we're both family men, so it's a nice episode. Uh, I took a 10-minute clip from it that I thought was really important, and I want to replay that for you now. So take a look at it and enjoy. And again, if you're enjoying our content, please like, subscribe, and leave a comment. We'd love to hear back from you. Thanks a lot. Have a good day. You know, let's just do a scenario. So I, this is how people learn best. Let's say you sold a piece of real estate and you made a million dollars in profit. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you 1031, you take that full million dollars in profit and you're able to move it into a new asset. Let's say you can buy a $3 million asset. Okay. 25% down, renovation costs, closing costs. So a million bucks gets you a $3 million asset because you're using a mortgage to buy the real estate, right? You're going to get a $2 million mortgage, right? Okay. So now let's say you sold and you didn't do a 1031 and you just uh, kind of putzed around and bought something a year later. All right. Well, now you had instead of a million dollars, you have seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Maybe less. <laughs> right. And what does that buy? Well, three times seven fifty in the same purchase scenario that gives us yeah. two point two five million in real estate. Yeah. So in that scenario, we bought seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars of additional real estate value. Right, a three million dollar building instead of a two point two five million dollar building yeah. because we did a ten thirty one tax deference. Right. Exactly. Yep. All right. So that's now put another zero on it, right? That can just keep building and building and building. building so exactly. yeah, that's the idea. You know, by doing a 1031, you've achieved uh, another $750,000 of real estate purchasing power. And yep. that's a big freaking number. So, you know, that that's a nice uh, way to explain the power of a 1031 and why the rich use it to get richer. It makes a lot of sense. Yep. And I think if you look at the past few years, a lot of people doing 1031s and they're probably overpaying for the deals that they were acquiring because, and I think that's what drove the market up also because they didn't want to get hit with the taxes. You're selling a $10 million asset, you're making five, $6 million, whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. 20, 30%, you know, 30% of that is a huge chunk. They wouldn't mind paying, hey, listen, if I don't have to pay 600, $700,000 in taxes, I'd rather overpay for this asset. I know it's gonna cash flow in either way. I think that was probably a big driving factor in why we are in this market we are now, it's inflationary numbers. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, and now and what the you Fed to come in and the Fed says, okay, now we're going to raise rates. Yeah. Now you're, you know, now we're, you're stuck here. So now what are these sellers going to do? You can't cash out refinance because now your value, you know, diminished because now your rates are much higher than where they were, you anticipated them to be, you know, yeah. a few years ago. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, but now you can also, um, 1031 into a syndicate. Uh, yeah. so we actually are going to be working on, uh, possibly setting up uh, an entity that can take a 1031 capital. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a couple of different ways to do it. There's a Delaware statutory trust. There's tenants in common. Both have their pros and cons. Um, but we're working on structuring something like that for our investors because I get calls all the time. Hey, mm -hmm. I got an asset. Uh, you know, I, my, my partner on it. If we're not getting along, I want to sell it like ASAP or whatever. It's six hours away and I'm tired of driving up to Syracuse to manage it. You know, so, yeah. um, you know, people, there's so many stories in real estate. Usually it's too far away or I'm getting to an age where this is tiresome or my partner's annoying me. I just want out. I bought it with my, you know, my siblings and now we're not getting along. Yeah. I just want my brother. Yeah. So, um, there's a lot of different scenarios like that. And I talk to investors all the time and they say, Hey, I, but I want a 1031 into 
one of your deals, right? I like what you guys do. I know you have a good infrastructure in place, a good track record, mm -hmm. um, but I don't want to sell it, pay a bunch of tax and then invest the money in people's capital group. I just want a 1031 in a people's capital group. And I have to say, sorry, you know, we don't have that structure in place yet. So we are going to be structuring that, but there yeah. are other syndicates out there that accept 1031 capital as well. Um, yeah. And that could be a great option for someone looking at 1031 and kind of put their feet up and get passive income also. You know? Yeah, I think the tenants in common is probably the most used practice uh, from what I've seen in the past. Mm -hmm. um, and Delaware, Delaware is a statutory trust. I've never done, I've never done with that. So I've just heard about it, and but I'm just not too familiar with it. So, but no, tenants in common has been one that we used in the past. At People's Capital Group, we help you invest in real estate. Build your wealth by owning professionally managed apartment buildings in the northern New Jersey market. We want to show you how owning real estate is attainable, even for the busy professionals that don't have the time or experience investing in real estate. Now, we only work with select people who are serious about building wealth. So find out if you qualify at peoplescapitalgroup.com. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it just gets complicated with who's, uh, you know, you want to have certain people, people of managerial control and other people to be more passive. And then you have the debt complication that comes in place, you know, TIC more, everyone has to sign the debt where a DST, you could structure it a little bit more so the investor doesn't have to sign the debt, but then you have complications on the management and, and operation side of it kind of. So, um, yeah, yeah it, it's definitely more complicated um, than a regular uh, mm -hmm. syndication and um but it's something that I, it's a product i want to offer to our investors um you know one thing i've noticed the space we're in uh the syndication space the more products i can offer my investors that are, are different um the more I, I can help people invest in real estate and yeah. it's really incredible you know we sent an email out on tuesday of last week that we are starting to do short-term promissory notes again and um we haven't done this in five or six years. We've just recognized that, hey, there's a lot of residential deals starting to pop up out of the woodwork. Um, we also want to start going to sheriff sale auctions again and start snagging some sheriff sale deals there. We've done some of our best work there through the years. And we're also just seeing opportunities where we ought to move quick um, and so on. So we need a cash rate to go for those opportunities. So we go to our investor base and say, hey, we'll do short-term promissory notes, six-month investment term, 8% annualized interest, and we have five spots open mm -hmm. uh since that email four of the five spots have been filled it's just been incredible uh nice. we don't, really don't need to fill the fifth spot but we'll probably want to bring on a new investor for that i always like meeting new investors so yeah. um but just that's a good fit you know i i talk to our investors i say what are you looking for right now yeah. and everyone says i want a short-term investment yeah are you finding that um we have, yeah, we have some investors that we've dealt with. It's the first time we're doing a syndication. A lot of the properties we own outright, mm -hmm. uh, just myself and my two partners, uh, for the most part. So we kind of, even with the same Illinois deal, you know, we could, we closed, I put in a million dollars of my own funds into the deal, mm -hmm. uh, easily closed it without, you know, any syndicates. I just want to get my feet wet in the whole process. Yeah. So we put some investors. Um, but yeah, we, you know, I have short term stuff. I'm really not tackling or going after the short term. Uh, investors, I'm pretty much going after the larger investors, you know, half a million, 200,000 minimum, if I can, right. uh, that I'm speaking to, mm -hmm. uh, for the most part. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I haven't tried that with the short-term stuff, to tell you the truth. Because yeah. I'd rather just have them becoming partners. My goal is to build a you know group of investors where we can lean on each other and say, okay, listen, I'm putting in half a million. You guys are putting in half a million. Let's go buy 
you know, a $20 million asset. Let's go buy you know, $10 million asset. Because, you know, with agency debt and all that stuff, it's not 25% down, it's, you know, 20% down. If it's a class A, uh, you might even get down to 15% down payment. Uh, it makes more sense to do something like that and just build that team. That's my goal is to build a team of investors and let's hold this in perpetuity for the rest of our lives, for our kids, and just pass it down. That's that's the goal, you know, because at the end of the day, like we mentioned before, if you sell it, what are we doing? We're making the government rich. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, and that, that's probably something we'll be doing as well. We'll probably be looking into starting a 506C uh, later this year as well. That'll be for accredited investors only. Uh, generally minimum investment 100,000 for that you know and then the next levels will be 250 and 500 so that's yeah. going to be for some of our you know larger accredited investors which we we really appreciate throughout our network but we also have a lot of sophisticated investors you know school teachers firefighters yeah. police officers sheriffs so the the whole spectrum there you know uh home builders the, the whole thing and and it's really interesting um, helping all different types of people invest in real estate. And uh, I really love working with the full spectrum, you know, and explaining people to people what, you know, real estate syndication is, how to build wealth in real estate, um, you know, whether they're investing $30,000 from sort of self-directed IRA, you know, as a school teacher or something like that, or a multimillionaire putting, you know, six, seven figures with us. We appreciate it all, you know, and, and yeah. all the same. We, and I, I work to service all those different investors all the same as well. So, um, but yeah, we'll probably in the future start having different funds, one for our larger accredited investors and one for our smaller, sophisticated investors. Yeah. But I always want to have a place for those smaller, sophisticated investors. You know, it is a little more difficult to service them sometimes and they aren't making smaller investors. So you're talking to a lot more people, but uh, there's just a great pride that comes to helping people diversifying real estate that you know normally couldn't because they are not accredited you know yeah exactly and i think you know a lot of them are want to invest in real estate don't know how to invest in real estate and mm -hmm. you know every <clears throat> if you start off and you're really not educated on real estate you you know there's a good chance you're gonna lose your shirt you know you're gonna speak to a lot of newbies and what happens they jump in the market why they jump in the market because everyone's doing it and that's usually the peak of the market uh and then these guys jump in and you get hosed um so it's always good to have the smaller investors come in guide them through or invest alongside us or you um that way you know everyone benefits from it so hi friends if you're still listening to this episode that means you probably gained value from our podcast so i ask one thing of you please share this with people in your network and please leave a review on the platform that you're listening to our podcast on our goal is to reach a thousand new listeners this year. So please help us achieve that by spreading the word of a passive cash flow podcast, sharing our episodes of people that you think would gain value, liking and subscribing on the platform that you listen to on. And also please leave that five-star review. It's so important that we reach more listeners and spread the word about how to build wealth in real estate. Enjoy your day. Thanks for your help.